Hey guys, welcome back to Let It Flow Podcast. And in, oops, Let It Flow Podcast with your host, Jessica Andres. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about Angelina's growth during the first year of her life and her hitting, you know, milestones or overachieving and hitting those milestones pretty early. So yeah, let's begin. It's so well first I want to say it's so crazy how it's been a whole year. I don't know where the time went and if you're a new mom or a first time mom, please enjoy your baby. Please savor the smell they have and the scent of newborn cuz it's like the most amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, so let's begin. Um at the beginning when Angelina came home like the first week I began to do tummy time with her as, you know, sometimes babies don't enjoy tummy time. She was kind of one of those babies that did not like it and she would cry and be fussy. But thanks to uh, the Love Every Play mat, which her cousin gave her, which is Fernie. Shout out to you for, um, thank you for buying it for her and gifting it to us. Um, so she used that play mat for a really long time, like I would say the first six to seven months. And um, so basically I would use those little noises and, you know, distract her while she was on her tummy. The contrast uh, cards that came with it was one of the things that also helped us during the development stage of the newborn stage. So she would, you know, be on tummy time or on her chest or we'll try to, um, you know, prop her up with the poppy. But, she, you know, she didn't like it, so we did alternatives. But the thing was that Angelina had a big, has a big head. So she kind of struggled to keep it up. But she got so used to doing tummy time that she built her upper neck strength, her muscles from her upper body. So by, like, two to three weeks after doing that so a month she basically was holding her head by herself most babies are not able to do this keep in mind all babies are different but Angelina was able to hold her head like full on like try to like push and like do like a small baby push-up I would say and you know because of the tummy time she was able to build these the strength and after the first month, you know, we were using the playmat and, you know, I would try to flip her and prop her on her sides and whatnot. The time of teething was, I would say, three to four months. Before this, which was like around two months, she began to notice us. So she would move her face, her head to where we were at or we would call her she would move and I would show her those contrast uh cards and she would be able to like see them I would say because most babies can't really see or they see like uh, shapes and, and shadows and I think they only see like black and white or gray I don't even know but she began to like notice us and see us I would say because of the contrast uh cards she was able to um you know 
figure our faces or distinguish us from shapes. I don't know if this makes sense. So she basically did not fit into newborn. She kind of used it like the first week, I would say, newborn size. And she went to zero to three months. You know, as we were gifted a lot of clothes or, you know, hand-me-downs, she basically left the newborn and left half a bag filled. We tried to put mittens on her, like, the first two months of her life, but she would take them off or she had, like, really small wrists so they would come off or her fingers were too long so they couldn't stay properly and obviously that went to missing pieces and having to get tired and (laughs) frustrated of losing them all the time. When she began to teethe was, I would say, three to four months. Her bottom teeth came in first, and then her upper teeth came in second. So she had two teeth first, and then the two came out. I don't know how long apart was this and three to four months she slowly began to leave the zero to three months clothing so she was going into three to six months or six months she um what else I was gonna say so you know how I would prop her on the tummy time uh play mat I would accommodate it or take out the little um stand and just use the mat itself so i would try to put her on her sides by four months she began to what did she begin to do sorry let me take my notes okay so i probably left out some other things but to go back to the first two months you basically began to um make babbling noises as what my notes show and you would suck your hands you would love I remember this you would love to smile and you would do this like smirk like ah you know when uh, we would hug you or kiss you you only did blow out poops there was no such things no such thing as normal poops for you Since, I don't know when you grew out of doing blowout poops or maybe your diapers were too small. But girl, you would do blowout poops like so much. It's just crazy. So after, you know, going to the doctor that first, I think, first first or second month to get your shots. You kind of like, um, you know, realized... Wait, was it for the first to two months? I don't know. You kind of realized you enjoy. We kind of realized you enjoyed the car rides, and I think it's due because when I was pregnant, all we would do was have car rides since we had nowhere to go. And even before pandemic, me and your papa would do car rides. We would go just drive around the city and whatnot. But yeah, so um, yeah, so you kind of um had that newborn stage and I think three to four months like another stage I don't know what to call it but three to four months you began to sleep mostly through the night you had um 
so you were bottle fed she was bottle fed and you began to take more ounces uh during the day so at night you kind of wouldn't wake up as much so in the newborn phase you know we had to keep waking you up making sure you're drinking enough fluids um fluid because it's just milk um and three to four months was when you actually got the hang of you know sleeping longer and it was okay because you know i was like okay like is it okay for her to sleep this long like is this normal and i'm so happy to say i was so lucky i am so lucky you sleep pretty good at night and you would wake up i would say two to three times still so you would wake up for three to four hours and take a bottle and your hair began to grow during the stage why am i saying you like if i'm talking well i don't know but yeah angie's hair began to grow little by little she was born a bald baby she had no hair she had like big head with no hair so yeah you began to grow hair when we would shower you you would feel the water so you kind of you know began to have that a sense and touch touch and sense or touch and feel thing um (laughs) and you began to splash um your feet and your hands in the water you know you still love to suck on your hands and um you began to drool so this was the time when you basically started teething like i had mentioned and your onesies you know you were growing out of the zero to three and you were going on to six months most of your pjs were six to nine months and we would buy the target brand i think it's cloud island we love those pjs so much since it was already what like november december and it was getting chilly so we would cover your hands with those PJs because they came with built-in mittens. Like I had mentioned, the the mittens that you had kind of weren't fitting anymore. But yeah, so, you know, during that time, you were teething. So it wasn't really like hard or anything for you to like be having fever or not sleeping and being cranky. So it was okay. Um, what else? Sorry, I got interrupted, but this time was when you actually allowed me to carry you on the boba wrap. And I had tried, I think, two to three different types of wraps, which was the Sakura one or something. I don't know what it's called. I don't even remember. And then the Lullaba or Lullababe. I, I don't know. Can't think properly. So... Yeah, you began to enjoy the boba wrap, and since you already had upper neck strength, you didn't really, like, wobble in the newborn phase. You were like, ugh, you know, and you weren't as fragile as I felt you anymore when you were three to three to four months. <sighs> so, yeah, um... Four to four to f- five to six months, you know, this stage was really like so different because it was time for you to like, um, how would I say it? Uh, eat solids, solid food, puree, whatever you want to call it. And when you were five months, 
you basically, you know, hit that 47th percentile. And I think this was around December, August, September, October, November, December. So four to five months, yeah. Um, we ended up, I well, I ended up noticing your head shape was kind of weird or off. And your uncle David was kind of like, uh, something's wrong with her head. And why is it so flat? This was a huge concern to everyone. My mom said, you know, it's going to heal, whatnot. It's going to shape and form and mold into its own head round shape. She ended up telling my grandma, you know, as per usual, um, my, my grandma's always in the loop. And she kind of was like, you know, massage her head, uh, try to mold it into the the shape, you know, circle round shape when she wakes up and when she goes to sleep because that's when it's the softest or something. And, you know, we we tried that, tried massaging your head, not like hurting you, you know. Excuse me. So basically just massaging it. And... We kind of didn't see any improvement. Like, by the end of December, I was just like, okay, like, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. And I ended up searching it up, and I found it was plagiocephaly, uh, flathead syndrome. And it was a really, really hard time for me. A really difficult stage or that I went through personally because... I ended up, you know, getting a cons- consulta, con- consult with uh, Cranial Technologies, and they put you as a severe case. Your head was really, really flat, like what you call flat, like, bro, like, <laughs> flat. So we ended up, you know, fixing your insurance and doing all that, and Thank God uh, it was covered fully, and I was able to get your your helmet covered. And obviously, if there was no coverage, then I would pay out of pocket because it's your head. And it's not just cosmetology, cosmic, I can't say the word. Cosmetic, there you go, stupid. (laughs) So it's not just cosmetic, but it's, there's so many factors that run into this, and most people are not educated but I'll probably go into a depth podcast about plagiocephaly and your helmet. So, yeah, that time was, what, five to six months. And I forgot to mention the three to four months, not three, four to five months, we began to put you on the the stand, the play activity where you stand on it and you, you touch those little things. But yeah, so five to six months, you know, we took you in for a consulta and, you know, arranged everything for your helmet and um, six months hit, you began, uh, you began uh, eating solid food. I didn't really want to do baby led weaning, so I ended up, you know, buying a your uncle bought us a baby bullet which we used only three to four times uh to add on something i ended up working when you were three to four months 
So August, September, October, November. I think it was in November. I began to work. So this baby linguini stuff or purees were kind of stressful for me. I was not scared to give you solid food at all. I was not scared for you to choke. I ended up, you know, finding classes on how to CPS or I don't know what to call it. Damn, like something's wrong with my head today. Ugh. So, oof. <laughs> so feeding you um, purees the first month or so until I got tired of the purees and all these things about lead and metals in like baby food. So the first food you ate was avocado. So we went with avocado and after that I kind of stopped giving it to you because I was really scared you were having like allergic reaction or something because or being becoming colic because some foods, you know, it's it's food so it's something new to your tummy. So I got really worried and I did it for the first 2 to 3 days as they, you know, suggest introducing the food. So we did it and you were kind of like really fussy. It kind of was something that I was like, okay, like should I not give her this? Should I speak to her pediatrician and see what our options to do or whatnot? But that happened. We ended up giving you more other, more foods, like puree foods, like carrots, um, squash, and all these other things. And some of the fruits or vegetables that I bought, I never did it as a puree. Um, so, yeah. Then, after a month of doing, like, purees, I kind of just, like, too bad. I'm going to do baby linguine or whatever. And I just started giving you solid food little by little. I started following Feeding Littles, and I got their course, and I um, obviously had to buy it to see, like, all these things and stuff like that. And then I think there's another one that has an app that shows you what or how to feed the baby at the certain stages they are in. So we did that, and you thank God you were not allergic to anything, and your first uh, real solid food was egg. I was honestly scared to give you egg, but it was something that, you know, I had to do and make sure you were not allergic to egg. Also, peanut butter and, you know, thank God you're not allergic to any of these foods. You've eaten so many types of foods. You love all types of food. You kind of, you know, get picky on your vegetables here and there, but, you know, we try to um, implement them all the time. And you love to eat fruit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was uh, six months. And we obviously celebrated your six-month six half birthday. And you... What else did you do at six months? You started flipping. You started rolling over. You literally would, like, flip and then, like, get stuck. But it only lasted for less than a week. And you began to sleep on your tummy by seven months, I would say. You started sleeping uh, on your tummy. I was really scared. And um, it wasn't that bad, you know. I I mean, 
I'm not gonna lie, it was bad. I kept on waking up, making sure you were breathing, making sure you're okay and didn't suffocate. I forgot to add. At the beginning, I would swaddle you. So yeah, like let's just talk about sleep a little bit. So at the beginning, I would swaddle you and you kind of, you know, enjoyed it. But after a while, like I think when you were already one month, you would stick out your hands. So I stopped swaddling you and I would only swaddle one hand or leave both of your hands out. So I bought that um, Love to Dream swaddle and you love that thing so much. But I don't know what happened to it or I don't even know if we continued to use it or maybe you grew out of it. And then it started getting colder. So I got you the uh, Kite Baby uh, swaddle. Because they had their cell. And, you know, obviously you loved and you loved that. But when you started sleeping on your tummy and turning, your the the material of the, of the sleep sack would uh, tug on your feet. So you would be upset and you would just start to, like, fuss. So I ended up taking out the swaddle by seven months. And you would sleep, you know, with the bare minimum. And I would try to um, improvise with those baby, uh, those fuzzy, fuzzy bear pajamas thingies that they sell at Target. And they were lifesavers. Thank you, Target, for those. They're so cute, too. Um, So, yeah, seven months you began to uh, flip. And then by, I don't know what I said. I think it was seven months you began to sleep on your tummy or eight months. Okay, so let's go to the eight months. So now, like, around your eight months, you know, you're jumping, you're walking on... You're not walking. What? You're jumping on your thing, on your playset. You're already rolling over. You're eating solid food. Your milk intake is still, you know, good. Um, You're obviously um, full formula fed now, and you're doing uh, solid foods, baby linguine, whatever you call it, and... This stage, your hair was growing, you know, you were um, moving more. Oh, and obviously, I forgot to mention, seven months, you began to sit. So you were sitting and you were propped and everything. Or maybe it was earlier. I'm kind of off. Sorry, I'm mom brain. But for the eight months, the last week of your eight months, you began to take your first steps. Literally. Exceeding milestones, as what I was saying earlier, not all babies are the same. So try not to, you know, feel bad if your baby's not walking yet. But Fran Helena, the last week of her eight months, she began to walk. And this was something that I really didn't take much consideration because I was like, oh, you know, she's taking her first two steps and she's going to keep crawling. I always thought that. And we have a, a friend. His name is Scott. Um, if you ever hear my podcast, shout out to you. So he basically had told David that they kind of skipped the the crawling stage and they went straight to walking because they would prop uh, their babies on the couch and surfaces for them to walk and just, you know, maneuver them around and whatnot. So I did end up doing that, you know, here and there with Angelina since I did work most of the time and had school. I didn't really have the time to do it, but those times I would do those things, it was like something really good. And if you're trying to like help your baby walk more or skip the cross or skip the crawling stage, then I would suggest doing that. Also, since I'm talking about um walking, 
I forgot to mention the crawling stage. And I don't remember exactly when you began to crawl. But it wasn't a lot. So you would crawl, but then you would sit. So maybe you started crawling like at six months or before that. I honestly don't remember. I'm sorry. And you would crawl and then sit. When you began to walk, I honestly... Why do I keep saying honestly? I'm sorry. So I saw you in the room and you walked one and then you walked twice. And I was like, oh my God, like did she just do that? Since I was doing online in school, I didn't really catched it until you did it again i think i recorded it i'm pretty sure i did to show your papa so this moment was just the craziest i didn't like i said i didn't think much of it i was like okay you know she's gonna crawl and she's gonna take steps and then crawl again by the last week of eight months like i mentioned you began to fully walk wait did i say that right you began to take your first steps. By nine months, you began to walk, officially walk. By nine and a half to ten months, girl, you was running. You was full speed, catch me if you can mode. Like, they see me rolling. <laughs> they hating. That's so funny. We used to sing that when you began to when you began to walk. I'm sorry, my voice is cracking. I'm getting really tired. So yeah, that happens, you know, your hair is growing, um, obviously, you know, um, I was waiting for you to have colored eyes, but unfortunately, maybe hoping your colored eyes would come in was not possible, so your grandpa and your dad's side of the family didn't provide you with green eyes, but that's okay because these are still beautiful and still have beautiful eye colors, eye color. And, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it that I would say big milestones. You stopped helmeting around, so you began like four to five, like six, seven months. And then you got your new helmet this year, which you were probably already 10 months. So you began a second helmet. And, you know, I was already like ready for you to have your helmet. And I wasn't really worried when you began to walk and crawl, you know, you began to hit your head more or, you know, fall and trip. There's been, you know, times where you've fallen and an incident where I had to take you to the hospital because you fell and slipped. You slipped and fell. Showering was easier now. I'm easier then than now because now you're just really crazy and you're like going all over the place. We ended up getting rid of the little tub and we placed you. Excuse me, we placed you regular. Oof. We place we place you in the bathtub regular now with you know water and bubbles. You you know started oh you recently started to talk like babbling words or something like mama no like and started talking and stuff. Your first word was dada or papa. Either or I have it recorded. Um, and then you said mama, and you say pamper, you say please, you say papel, verde. Um, yeah, that's that's some of the things that as of lately, you your hair grows, has grown, and you love your bangs, you want them in your face. 
hopefully, you know, this week I'm able to go cut your hair and give you some bangs and have something different for you. But yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to finish this podcast here. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything out. Walking, you know, eating, uh, sleeping. You sleep throughout the night. You probably wake up once like at four or five in the morning uh you recently had oh you've only gotten sick once or twice but it was just like a cough and i don't know if it was a fever but you recently had a fever so that was like probably like your first full-on fever you've never had any allergic reactions to your vaccines you've been really fine with that you are attentive now at the doctors and you kind of panic so I'm trying to help ease that and not make you scared since you are having your 12-month appointment soon and I don't want you to you know freak out again and be scared of the doctors you your favorite fruit are blueberries you love to drink water and that is your go-to you love water And I hope, you know, it stays like that. I'm not planning on introducing you to anything else. I got to figure out your milk also. I'm going to end this podcast here because I'm going to get off topic and I'm just going to be babbling around and trying to fix little things that I've missed. But I'm just going to end this here. As you guys know, I don't really edit my stuff. I don't, you know, you know what, what I mean. But sorry for this podcast if it was kind of a little bit janky yeah see you guys next week have a good one